Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. Dio, what's poppin'? What's poppin', JC? I'm, I'm so glad we got that nailed after episode 145. Hey, we're 145 episodes into TLOP. Yes. Almost have a website launched. Almost. What we don't have is our outro. We kind of have our intro, you know, like I imagine uh, us. We kind of have the outro. This is all the time we have for today, boys and girls. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace. Deuces. That's kind of. I kind of like catch you on the next episode. Catch you on the next episode. Yeah, or the flip side. Okay. But the next episode. Next episode. Yep. Okay. Um, but we're going to be really cool. What's that? Like, just imagine. Like, by the way, I'm envisioning mm-hmm. right now this scene from the legend of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights. Mm. And they're at the dinner table mm-hmm. with the grandpa chip and the two sons texas ranger and i think walker mm-hmm. walker and texas ranger mm-hmm. right and they're talking about which jesus they like right i just imagine jesus wearing like a tuxedo t-shirt at like a rock concert get her done right. well i, I kind of like baby jesus well so i'm thinking about in that same context of mm-hmm. humor okay how awesome would it be we're at some live event the year is 2022 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and there's like some Kanye bumping, the lights come down low. Mm-hmm. Maybe some like flash bulbs going off, kind of like pyrotechnics, yeah. but friendly for a convention right. center or a conference room. Oh, convention center. Right. And then boom, the lights go out. And then the audience hears, ladies and oh. gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, and just goes crazy. The crowd goes wild. Yes. You and I are dancing, brushing the shoulders right. off, like just getting ready to get funky and get wild and, and get our learn on. And then when I look out and like, wait a minute, where are all the attendees? Why wow, there's seven <laughs> people in the audience? <laughs> it's you. It's me. It's three people from Waterstone Mortgage and our wives. Yeah, yeah. You know, support, and, yeah. support matters. <laughs> it would be fun. Yeah. It would be fun. Okay. And we'd probably have to have a Negroni afterwards. Of course. Speaking of the universe, it will happen. Uh, that's why I put it out there. You're yeah. my man. You taught me that. Right. I put it out it there. It happens, man. Yeah, sometimes I just kind of close my eyes and, you know, we'll have our Pepsi bottle there and our and our Pizza Hut. There you and go. Sponsored. Wendy's. Wow, just, sponsored. just everything. Bam, bam, everything. Bam. Yeah. Like a... Uh, uh, Coming from the guy who, by the way, full disclosure, I love me some Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Wendy's is my only junk cheat food, and I do it like once or twice a year, usually on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A is not junk food. Mm. It's my rule. If you don't have their fries and you just have their nuggets or their sandwich, Chick-fil-A is not fast food. Uh, Chick-fil-A is cafeteria food, in my opinion, because I had it in my cafeteria in college. So I've been eating Chick-fil-A since like 04. Apparently, the rest of the world is just now catching up. So I really don't mess with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think I dropped dropped too many curse words on this show. They are... To, to get Chick-fil-A, which is fine. They're a great company. They're closed on Sundays, bro. They're they're a great company, but unfortunately, my vernacular might not jive with their marketing team. So to get them, that's why we have Wendy's and Pizza Hut. There you go. Wendy's and Pizza Hut, that'll work. And uh, I just don't eat that stuff. It's Except like for a- Wendy's on road trips. Yeah. I'm not a big Pizza Hut guy. I love me some Marco's Pizza. I don't know if Marco's know. is in like every market mm. or just in the it's Southeast. more of a niche market. Is it more of a niche yes. market? I love me some Marco's Pizza. So shout out to Marco's Pizza. And um, I don't know where we got off on that. That's where you got off on that. That's where I got off yeah. on that. But you know, you if know, you if you eat too much junk food, it'll be unhealthy, and you might turn into a whale. Well, that's what. Oh, look at you! You talk about whales. Yeah, I think whales. Yeah, okay. we've had some uh, we've had some viewer requests. Yeah. You know, people watch the Lone Officer podcast. I don't know right now if you're tuned in, 
or if you're watching us. If you're tuned in, that means you're probably on Spotify, you're on Apple Podcasts, you're on Google Play, or really anywhere that you can find podcasts hosted in the audio version, that's where you'll find us. We are the Lone Officer Podcast. Yep. If you like to watch things, like I like to watch ESPN. Word. I like to watch football and baseball. Yep. You can watch us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. We have our own YouTube channel. At the Lone Officer Podcast. At the Lone Officer Podcast. If you're into social media, like I'm kind of in social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And occasionally I'll see where someone posted themselves on TikTok, but it got shared mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yep, yep. Guess what? We have a TikTok. We have an Instagram and a Facebook. I encourage anyone who's not already following us or connected with us, please follow us, connect with us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We are. The Lone Officer Podcast. Yep. LinkedIn. Damn. I like LinkedIn because we actually have a Lone Officer Podcast page yep. where you can follow TLOP mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. You can also connect with me, Dustin Owen, on LinkedIn. It's probably one of the more preferred ways yep. to connect. And he's just John, yep. John Coleman. Yep. He's found on Google. Find it. Whew. Yeah. Now whales. Now whales. Let's get into it. Let's get into whales. Dio, I just started. I'm so excited. What's your favorite whale? Let's, let's go with what is your favorite whale? I would say orcas. No, probably like one of those ones, like uh, the porpoise-looking ones, the, the smart ones that live in the Arctic. Beluga whales? Yeah, that's where they are, beluga whales. Cause they're, they're I smart. want you to look this up. I don't think a beluga is an actual whale. I think it could be a dolphin. Like a porpoise or something? Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, they had them at the Shedd Aquarium, though. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. Yeah. Of all places. There you go. Yeah, I like I like the killer whale. I yeah. like the orca. Orcas. Yeah, we've been from Orlando, having SeaWorld right here yeah. and Shamu, but they're just badasses. Yeah, cool. Like, they just kill yeah. things. Everybody loves whales, right? Yes. Especially salespeople. Salespeople love whales. So that's what this episode is going to be dedicated to. Any sales professional who is going after a major account, mm -hmm. right? You're talking about this particular account could be half your revenue, mm -hmm. right? If you're a loan officer, a whale to you could be a certain builder who builds X amount of homes per year in your local community, or it could be a certain real estate agent, mm -hmm. right? We call those people whales. Yeah. Who is somebody that could bring me an immense amount of business. It's one account that you have to service. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about how to attack whales, okay. what to watch out for, because uh -oh. you don't want to be bitten by a whale, mm. and you don't want to piss a whale off. There you go. And sometimes you only get one opportunity to capture and catch a whale. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, we're just going to kind of riff on it. Okay. Because it's a question and that, that we get pretty periodically, once right. or twice a month. Someone reaches out through one of those many mm -hmm. forums that we uh, just laid out. <laughs> right. 30 seconds ago. And um, I'm going to speak off of my life experiences. Okay. So first and foremost, I want anyone tuned in to understand you might not be ready for a whale. Right. You just not might, you might not be there yet. Like ask yourself, where are you in your business? How long have you been? At what level are you successful? How do you compare to your peers? Mm -hmm. Because if you get one opportunity at a whale, and you land the meeting and the whale can see right through Shh, you. It's a wrap. You just wasted your time. Yeah. Is that person going to give you an opportunity ever again? Mm. Let's say you land a whale, but you're not built to handle the amount of business or the volume that they're going to bring your way. Uh, I'll switch industries on you. My father had a fantastic career as an electrician. Mm. Dude started digging ditches back in the 70s. And he worked his way all the way up, which, by the way, kids listening, what a great profession. But he built his way all the way up from digging ditches to running projects such as, like, the arena that the Orlando Magic play in. Mm -hmm. Like, major, multi, multi-million dollar projects. He was the head dude on the electrical side of things. Mm -hmm. 
And something he taught me, when you start working with municipalities, which usually when you're doing like arena work or university work, then you have funds that are being fed in through the local governments right. as well as private funds. Well, if the government's gonna give money, they also want you to use um, certain contractors, whether, whether they're minority owned or whether they're, they're startups or whatever the case may be, the government's gonna wanna make sure that the work is spread out. Yeah. And my father was like, look, I, as a project manager, I love spreading the wealth. He said, but here's his one issue. Some of these businesses were small businesses. He's like, they couldn't handle my orders. Mm. They couldn't handle the work. Mm -hmm. And because they were small, they weren't scalable. They didn't have the power, let's say of a Walmart, right? To mm -hmm. go out yeah. there and purchase in bulk. So then my father would get frustrated because he, at the for the most part, was a whale, right? Mm -hmm. He's a project manager who controls the entire electrical part of this major project. And think about like who goes to arenas, right? Like mm. the biggest concerts. Yeah, everything. So, yeah, so electrical is kind of a big deal, yeah. like speakers and wiring and all of that. Um, his, his concern was his job as a project manager is to deliver a certain project at a certain cost and a certain timeline. Yeah, yeah, right. But there were local vendors, right, um, subcontractors who wanted nothing more but to get a piece of that uh, pie. I can, I can handle it. Let me, yeah. get, yeah, let me get it. But they couldn't. They failed miserably. Everything from they couldn't purchase enough light bulbs at the right price because they were too small of an operation. So that's an opportunity where that that company wasn't ready for the whale. Mm -hmm. So let's look at us as, as salespeople. Like, are we ready for that whale? If there's that one client who could refer us X amount of business, mm -hmm. let's say you're a restaurant and you want to partner with the local hotel and you want to offer that hotel's guest discounts to come to your restaurant and buy your food and drink your yeah, beverage. Sounds great. Great idea. Drum up some business. Yeah. But what if you're not staffed accordingly? Uh-oh. All of a sudden, those guests go back to the concierge and they complain about your restaurant. Yeah. Well, you landed a whale, right? You've got that that JW Marriott right next to the convention center. And they agreed that they're going to send all their clients to your happy hour mm -hmm. for a free martini in hopes that they would stay for a steak dinner. Mm -hmm. But you ran out of vodka. Whoa. Or if you're my case, gin, I'm a gin drinker yep. when it comes to martinis. Mm -hmm. Hendrix, by the way, extra dirty, double blue cheese olives. Send two. <laughs> What's that? I said send two bottles. Send two. <laughs> um, but like you run out of vodka. And then you also run out of steak at 86 of steaks. Damn. That's an opportunity where you weren't ready for the whale. Well, why do you think people always, like, the seduction of it, like, hey, I want to go off to whales and like the ignorance of like not being able to fill the order. Because just so as Americans, we're lazy. We want to get rich quick. We want to lose weight immediately. So it's right? just like, like, think of all of the, the, the diet pills mm -hmm. and the diet food. What does diet food mean? It means eat shit and don't get fat. Yeah. That's what it is. Look, look at the contents of yeah, what you're putting into your body. Yeah. All those chemicals. Yeah. No trans fat, no carbs, no yeah. this. I'm like, yeah, but what are the chemicals doing? Chill, don't look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't look. Yeah, right? Because it's way easier to go buy a bag of potato chips and eat them and feel good about yourself because they somehow said low fat versus, nah, let's just go eat a handful of almonds and let's steam some broccoli. Right, yeah. Right? I mean, it's you want the whale because... One, it sounds pretty awesome. And, and don't get me wrong. When you land a whale, there are a lot of positives for it. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. 
The last whale I had when I was an originator, the best part about it was A, I liked them and they liked me. And I only had one account to service. Mm. I had one account. And it was a huge account with, with 20 agents. And all those agents had their own personalities. But we were all on this quote-unquote same team. So I could dedicate all of my resources or the bulk of my resources to them. And we were able to work together. They all had the same transaction coordinator. They all had the same process. Uh, so they all had the same contract. And once you learned it, it was very assembly line. Mm -hmm. Versus if I try to get that same amount of business from a hundred. hundred different ways of doing business. It's, yeah. Then yeah. it's that's a hundred personalities I have to manage instead of 20 personalities I have to manage. Mm -hmm. That's 50 or 60 places I have to go visit if I'm a sales rep versus one place. Mm -hmm. Right? I could go to one meeting on a Tuesday, spend an hour there, and do what would have taken me 25 hours to go to another 25 different places of business yeah. to do the same thing. Right. So like that's the allure of, of, of a whale, but like the downfall of a whale, what happens when it's time to get divorced? Mm. Most relationships end in breakup, yeah. right? Because you talk about marriage, marriage is only the people who have made it so made far, it that far right. to say, hey, I'm gonna take it to the next level. Yeah. So if you think about it, most relationships end in breakup. And the same thing goes with business. At some point, we're going to break up. It doesn't mean we can't get back together. Can't, it doesn't mean we can't be friends with benefits, mm -hmm. right? You may get fired from a whale, but that means you've lost a large chunk of their business, but it doesn't mean you've lost all of their business. Mm -hmm. um, and just keep that in mind because when you're chasing whales, you have to always keep in mind that the inevitable is more than likely to happen. And that's a breakup. That's a divorce. And when that breakup happens, are you prepared for it? Mm. So... Things to keep in mind when chasing whales. Now let's talk about how to do it. Yeah. Like everyone, oh, how do I do it? Yeah. Like you haven't, you haven't turned me off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how do I go chase a whale? First, I want you to say, and I stated this earlier, are you ready? Because I have learned whales love whales. Mm. Whales love whales. Are you a whale? Uh -oh. Where do you sit on the production ranking of your industry, your company, your branch? Mm. Whales tend to be very systematized, process-oriented, and they have staff. They have a team. Do you have a team? Do you have a staff? Mm. Whales tend to attend conferences. Whales tend to be all into business coaching. Do you run in those circles? Do you speak their language? Are you going to accompany them to their next conference or coaching or seminar mm -hmm. that they're being a part of. Mm -hmm. So before you even start going after whales, you have to think what's going to be asked of me and am I ready? Now, some people might not be ready, but they're good enough that they can fake it till they make it. Right. They're good enough that like, hey, if I land this whale, oh, I'll go it. hire my first I'll assistant. figure it out. I'll figure it I out. Will, there's 24 hours in the day and there's only four of them I need to sleep. There's yep. 20 I can, I can work. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it takes. In short increments, in that's short a, bursts. Yeah, that's a very fine line between like going all out and figuring out versus like setting yourself up for failure, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, but at the same time, if I was coaching John Coleman, never, ever mm -hmm. be afraid of failure. Yeah. Run towards failure yeah. with a smile on your face, mm -hmm. knowing that when you fail, not if you fail, you will learn something very valuable from that failure and become a better person because of it. Yeah. Therefore, you should be excited. But work your butt off to try to prevent failure. Yeah. 
So I, I wouldn't tell someone, don't go after whales or wait until you're ready. Look, your version, whoever's tuned in, your version of ready will never happen. I'm going to wait until I'm ready to have kids. Well, look, if you're a grown-ass adult in a committed relationship and you have a good job, you're ready. There's no other ready. Yeah. Now, if you're 16, Chill. you're not ready. You're not ready. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a good job, if you're still living at home with mom and not dad, ready. Not ready. you're not ready. You know, but uh, that was some sage advice I think I would think my father-in-law gave me. All right. Like, we were both out of college, been married for a couple of years, both had career-type jobs, mm-hmm. and um, he just said, you you're waiting to we're gonna be ready like nah you're right. never gonna be ready <laughs> yeah, right yeah so there's gonna be a certain point that you just have to go out and do it and you'll get better by doing it but there's a fine line that you need to be cognizant of so now you've already determined yep i'm ready yeah. i'm ready i'm gonna go after the, uh go after a whale what do i do first things first make it all about them and not about you period end of story how can you help them not about how great you are not about um, you know how phenomenal your product or your service is. What can I do to bring value to you? That's what you're trying to solve for. What tool? Whales love tools. They love tools in their tool belt. What tool do you not have in your tool belt? I mean, everyone has one. Like if you truly are selling tools mm-hmm. to a construction site, <laughs> yeah, literally. They literally. Yeah. That's what you want to determine. Yeah. Right? If I'm a loan officer, maybe that is a product. You know, I don't like to lead in with product right? when I'm talking to mm-hmm. someone. But if I'm talking to a whale, I need to figure out, well, what, what, where are you missing the mark? Well, maybe they don't have someone that's willing to do down payment assistance. Maybe I enjoy doing down payment assistance mm-hmm. loans. If that's my in with the whale, that's my in with the whale. Right? There's a guy here locally in Orlando, Florida. His name is um, Austin. I'm going to screw up his last name, but Grokoff. Okay. I think it's something like that. Shout out to Austin. Shout out Austin. Um, Austin works for a company by the name of Bank of England. Bank of England's out of England, Arkansas, actually, not mm-hmm. England, the country. Yeah. And anyhow, homeboy landed a whale straight up by doing down payment assistance loans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I pulled his production. He's a one percenter. Mm-hmm. Like the dude produces top one percent in the nation. But he landed a whale by raising his hand when the other two vendors that were partnered with this real estate company were not doing down payment assistance. Hmm. And guess what? He's still in doing them. And the other two two are gone. gone, The other two are gone. Yeah. So like he found that particular niche, Mm -hmm. but something that I could caution people like, look, you want to get a whale's attention. You're going to have to work on probably some kind of a drip campaign. Hmm. You just are like, how do you get my attention? If I'm recruiting someone, I may send them a book in the mail. I may call and leave them a voicemail. I may send them a LinkedIn request. I may then send them a gift. Yeah. But, because by the way, cheesy gifts work. Cheesy, cheesy gifts work. I remember sending out 300 little Dorito bags. Wow, okay. Okay. Uh, and, and on them was a slip of paper that says Nacho Average Lender. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And I had like 20 people reach really? out to me. Yeah, it was what? cheesy and creative. Right, okay. Nacho average lender. Now, if I was a lender chasing a realtor, maybe I'm going to send them Michael Mayer's Seven Levels of Communication. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to write on the inside of it, this is one of my favorite books. And if I sold real estate at the level you did, this is how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Like something along those lines, mm-hmm. it gives me a reason to follow up with them. But I need to make my gifts about them. So... 
do not send them a Waterstone mortgage mug. <laughs> I can't send them re-gifts? Damn. Well, not even, actually, re-gifts work okay. when they're gift cards. Right. <laughs> right, you just right. have to double-check to and make sure the there's nothing written on them. Right. We'll hand the balance, yeah. too. No, don't send them crap with your name on it, mm. with your brand on it. It's not about you. It's about them. Mm. And guys and girls, it's so easy with technology and the, the, the information age or the data age, I'm now calling it, that we live in. You can do some recon work. You can do some research. What are they into, right? If they went to UCLA and they're a Bruin okay. and they're all about UCLA's basketball team, well, maybe you look for something that's UCLA basketball themed, right? right? If they're an Arizona Sun Devil, maybe you have a hookup with Herm Edwards yeah. and you get Herm to autograph something yeah. and you send it to them. Like, utilize your resources, do some recon work. And all you're trying to do is get their attention. You're trying to get a meeting. And then don't hide from the fact that, hey, I understand you didn't reach out to me. Mm-hmm. I understand I'm reaching out to you. I'm reaching out to you because of who you are. Because I look up to people like you and I only want to work with people like you. Edify them. Right? Whales typically have egos. Yeah. Stroke that ego. In a very you way. Like if you're a sarcastic person, use sarcasm. Right? If you're a pretty straightforward person, just be straightforward. Mm-hmm. But know your idiosyncrasies, call yourself out, but don't be afraid to let them know why you're calling. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're making it all about them. Hey, John, I'm reaching out to you because you are on my list of people that I dream about working with. And by the way, I don't know why I dream about you, John, because I don't know you. <laughs> right? This right. is me and my voice. Right, yeah. I don't know you. I think you and I would work great together. How about you let me buy you coffee so I can figure out if my dream's even going to be a reality? Right. That's me being me. Right. That's just no bullshit. That's something I would say. And what's the worst thing you can tell me? No. No. Have I talked about on the podcast yet what, what I just did a in a myriad in, of times? About what? I, you said, have I talked about the podcast? But no. saying no, I thought you said, like, if you don't, if you, the question, if you don't ask the question, oh, yes. the question's always no. I thought that's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, say that again. Wait, what is if it? If you don't ask the question, the question, the answer will always be no. So you might as well ask the question. No, I was going to ask you, have I talked about my uh, Austin, Texas story? Oh, yes. I mean, yes to that, too. On the, on the podcast? Yeah. But go ahead. Tell it again. I'll, I'll tell, it again. tell it again. Here's how I know that works. Just a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I'm at a brewery yeah. outside of Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And this dude is slaying it. He has a guitar. He has a sound machine. He has a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And he's singing everything from Willie Nelson to Backstreet Boys to um, Elton John. Right. Right, like everything in the middle. Solid mixtape. Yep. So he goes on break. I walk up to him, introduce myself, and I said to the guy, hey, look, my cousins and I rented a house five minutes away. Mm-hmm. There's 23 of us. It's 21 and up. Mm-hmm. Would you come play for us? Like, I'll pay your fee. Mm-hmm. Would you come play? People are like, oh, my God. How did you do that? How did you do that? I'm like, well, it was a no if I didn't ask. Right. So I wanted to share that because I practice what I preach. Yeah. Right. When you go out and talking to a whale... It's a no until you ask. Mm-hmm. But when you when you ask, make sure that you lay it all out in front of them. Mm-hmm. Tell them, edify them. Hey, I've been following you for the past three years. For the past three years, I've been following you. And I've been thinking about ways that I could bring value to your business. I've been waiting for the right time. Today's that day. Today's that day, John, that I picked up the phone and I called you. The worst thing you can tell me is no. Right. It's the worst thing. But I realized there's a no before I called you. So might as well. So I might as well do it. I'm going to introduce myself. 
and I want to see if you will meet with me. Because I've dreamt about working with you, but full disclosure, I might not like you. Word. Ha ha ha. Like, you yeah, know, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. just kidding. Yeah. yeah. No, but you might not like me, but I think there's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And I need to dive a little bit deeper. Because if I don't do this, I'm not doing my job. Mm-hmm. If I'm not doing this, I'm not being the best that I can be. And you're the type of person I know, John, you are the best at what you do. At a minimum, would you let me at least buy you lunch and pick your brain? Because I may never get the opportunity to work with you, but I would love to learn from you. And I know you have to eat. Everyone has to eat. Right. It's either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Mm-hmm. I eat three days, uh, three times a day. Yeah. And if you don't like to eat, you like to drink beer or wine. Mm. You know, like, don't let them off the hook. But approach it that way. Approach that you want to get to know them. Approach that I love this one. And Mike Smalley has used this one. Can we talk about Mike? Shout out, Mike. Uh, shout out, Mike. He's still on a baseball field. He has like this 15-year-old baseball team. Yeah, what the hell? All they do all summer is Jeez. travel, travel, travel. How many games? I don't know. Like, I don't know how these kids the Major league have, schedule? It, just about, if not worse. Like, <laughs> right. at least major leaguers get, like, days off right? and all-star breaks. Yeah, no. But no, but Mike once called a whale. And now Mike is a whale. Yeah. His pitch was... Hey, Susan, this is Mike Smalley over at Waterstone Mortgage. I'm pretty sure you know of me just like I know of you. But what's crazy, we've never worked together. Damn. What and what's crazy is we don't know each other, and I want to change that. Damn. That's it. I want to change that. I don't know you, but I want to get to know you. How can I get to know you? So here's another thing. How do I get whales? You read any book on leadership, any book on sales. They're all going to talk about birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. right? You are the company you keep. However many you know, corny phrases that are used, mm-hmm. but it's like, if you want to be something, start hanging out with that, mm-hmm. right? You, I want to hunt and I suck at it. I probably should start hanging out with hunters, yep. right? I want to pl- get better at baseball. Maybe I should join a baseball team. Maybe, you know, it's like mm-hmm. whatever you do, that's why I love going to mortgage conferences. Why? Because I get to hang out with my people. Mm-hmm. We get to talk my language. If I try to hang out with my sister and her and, and her two sisters and their spouses, no one wants to talk mortgage with me. Yeah, very boring. Mm-hmm. Well, for them. Not I still talk you. mortgages. Yeah, still do I still talk mortgages. <laughs> they just tune me out, right? Uh, but you need to figure out what are whales doing, where are whales going. And I need to do more of that. I need to go be a part of that group. Can people get caught up in like, do because whales know they're whales. Do they take advantage of situations like, oh, I got this little guppy on the line, so let me just string him for always worth. I'll do whatever I want and keep it moving. Dicks will be dicks will be dicks, period, end of story. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think in all walks of life, in all walks of life, you're just going to get people who, they're dicks. Mm -hmm. But I have found in my 42 plus years of existence, they're still the minority. We talk about them, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about them incessantly and we know who they are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we talk about them because they're the minorities. Mm -hmm. If they were the majority, we would just be accustomed to it. It wouldn't chap our rear ends you know so yeah that's that's gonna happen people are gonna use you right they're gonna straight up use you get anything that they that they can from you step on you and and take themselves to the next level right but that's also a business idioism that that we've all learned like look on your way up right be mindful of who you're stepping on right you know like how about you don't step on anybody or on your way up make sure you're reaching back and, and you're pulling along with you other people. Right. Most people will do that. But there are definitely some. And by the way, in my market, oh, I know who they are. And I'm not a grudge holder, but I definitely 
don't hold my, I don't bite my tongue well. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some people throughout my career where I'm like, wow, that was a one way street, yeah. straight up one way. And you were disingenuous about it the whole time. I'm the type of person, if you're straight up with me and I know my role and you're going to tell me what my role is and how you're going to treat me, I may still choose to do business with you. Hmm. As long, hey, as long as you're straight up. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, cool. That lets me know where I stand and I can then take yeah. my, I, I have my own ulterior motives. Yeah, of course. Right? So maybe that'll allow me to actually stand out in front of my ulterior motives too. <laughs> right, right. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about working with you. I actually am working with you just so I can go brag to three other people that I work with you. And once I can you know, use right, yeah. use my relationship with you to connect with three months, I plan on cutting you out anyhow. Oh, you should have told me I had to leave with. Now we could be great friends. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? yeah. yeah. Yep. You're well said. Okay. Um, yeah, 1,000%. But I think when you're going after whales, these are all things to keep in mind. Right. But I'm a big fan of drip campaigns for whales. I'm a big fan of approaching whales when you are a whale. It makes it way easier. And if you're not one yet, at least know what it takes to become a whale and speak their language. You know, whales tend to have systems and processes and teams. If you don't have a system, a process, nor a team, it's going to be very hard for you to connect with a whale, right? Whales, typically, you don't talk to the whale. You talk to one of their people. Damn, right? well said. Hey, hey, John, have your people call my people. All right, cool. Right? Yeah. I think this whole time I, I forgot about that because you would be reaching out to these whales and you just be like, yeah, talk to my system, talk to this, talk to that. You very rarely actually get the whale on the phone but, the first try. Yeah, but keep in mind, whales are the decision maker. I had one of my worst managers actually taught me one of the most valuable lessons. So this wasn't in the, in the advertising world. This was, the t- this was not in the mortgage world. This was okay. when I worked in TV advertising. And um, likable guy, nice guy. I just didn't find him to be very um, motivational when it came to like leading a sales team, especially a young sales team. Mm-hmm. But he would always go on sales calls with, with you. And that's something I liked about him. And I actually still do that today. Like if you're a loan officer who works under our umbrella, I would love nothing more to go on a sales call with you. I actually would love to do a pre-call for you. Mm. Like how cool would that be to call one of your borrowers who was referred in by one of your builders or realtors and then have the regional vice president call yeah. and do a pre-call? That's what's up. Like, hey, Waterstone LOs, I would love to do one of those for you. <laughs> Except for Kevin Murphy. Yeah, except in fact for you, Murph Kevin. Dog. I, I, Kevin's my boy, and I cover for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only loan officer I cover for when they go on vacation. I cover for him because, well, I still get paid on his production book of business. because it was my book of business <laughs> that he took over. Right. So it's kind of part of the the relationship that yeah. we have. But, um, but no. So this guy used to to tell me, "Hey, you book an appointment, I will go with you." And the dude was a tremendous closer, so mm-hmm. you wanted him to go to everyone, but you had to make sure you got the decision maker. Mm-hmm. So I was selling TV advertising. I'd call and get the marketing director. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, I, I got this meeting. It's going to be phenomenal. I got the director. Yeah, I got, I got the marketing director. He's like, nope. But you can go waste your time. Marketing directors don't make decisions. Damn. CEOs make decisions. Mm-hmm. Senior vice presidents sometimes make decisions. I want the owner or the CEO because ultimately the marketing director is only going to do the things that the CEO or the owner of the company points them towards. Facts. Right? Hey, marketing director, I want to do radio advertising. Go do it. At which point, the marketing director will come up with the, with mm-hmm. the plan, find the right stations, come up with the copy. But the marketing director didn't make the decision to, to, to go into radio or to do print or to do TV or to do online or SEO or mm-hmm. Google. None of that. The owner or the CEO. So the whale 
is who makes the decision. But you sometimes have to work your way into the whale, mm-hmm. right? You may have to do a great transaction for one of their buyer's agents. You then may have to get, this is a loan officer speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is, I speak this language a lot for anyone who's tuned in this non-industry. Like shout out to my sister, Melissa Norris. She shared our episode um, on the 31 day prospect system. Really? Yeah, she shared it and she even said, hey, this is not just for there people in the go. mortgage yeah, industry. There you go. So, but I speak on, on behalf of the mortgage industry because what I know is what I know well. Mm-hmm. But um, where's I going with this? Mortgage industry. No, I did 31 day prospect follow-up system. Oh, in order to get your foot in the door. Right. Right. So like in order to get to get the foot in the door and you're a lender, you may have to have a relationship, whether it's previously existing or one you just recently developed with, let's say, a buyer's agent on the team that the whale owns and operates. You then use that as a way to get into their team meeting. So you can talk about maybe a certain product or service that only you have access to. Then from there, you've met the whale, maybe even had a quote unquote audition in front of the whale. Now you're trying to get a meeting with the whale mm-hmm. because ultimately when you sit down with the whale, you're trying to get him or her to like you and want to buy into your product or service. At which point they'll promote internally your product and service to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. At which point the team will start using you. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to ask yourself, are you ready for that? If you had 20 realtors that all of a sudden weren't sending you referrals, and now you get one referral a month on average, that's 20 extra referrals. Mm-hmm. What if you're only built to handle 20 or 30 and you're already getting 20 or 20 or 30? Mm-mm. Yes, what's gonna happen? How quickly can you scale? How many hours are you willing to work? John and I had this conversation just an hour ago off <laughs> camera talking about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast is growing. Our fan base, we love you guys and girls. Like, yes. thank you. Shout out fans. And the feedback that you give us truly is what motivates us. Literally. It is what keeps us going, and it's also what inspires us to, to create certain episodes like this one. But John and I realized there's going to come a time where the podcast is no longer a passion project. Mm. And by the way, we want this to happen. We're putting this out in the, in the oh, universe. Yeah, yeah. This is why Dennis Miller has spent three hours today in the Waterstone office working on the TLOP website. Yeah. Like we want this massive ecosystem where we continue to entertain and, and inspire and educate. Mm-hmm. And we want to create better platforms and forums for the material. Mm-hmm. But with that's going to come more time. And I said to John, I said, are you ready to work two full-time jobs? Because mm-hmm. at some point, yeah. John Coleman <laughs> is going to have to work his full-time job here at Waterstone Mortgage, where he supports 45 loan officers with their marketing efforts, utilizing his video technology and video skill set mm-hmm. to create videos so they can become local market experts, right. so they can market to their database mm-hmm. and utilize video content, et cetera. But then TLOP's also going to need John Coleman. Yep. And that's going to be on John's time. Yeah. That's going to be nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. And John's like, yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for it, I'll embrace the suck, I'll grind it out knowing it's a short amount of time, yeah. six months, nine months, 12 months, yeah. before eventually TLOP will have its own team, yeah. right? We'll, we'll have a marketing assistant who works full time. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have a website developer who's on staff full time. Yep. So that would allow, we'll have a business manager yeah. who's on full time, that'll allow you and I to just do what we love to do, which is create content yep. and become executive producers. Yep. But in the interim, yeah. In the interim, there's going to be a grind mm-hmm. until you can build out and scale out. Right. Same thing applies when you're chasing a whale. If you're not ready 
for them to say yes and, and turn on the faucet, how quickly can you get ready? And are you willing to do everything in your power to make sure you do two things? You have to bend over backwards and impress the hell out of the whale. But by the way, the whale's not your only client. You have a plenitude of other clients that still look to you for your product or service and you can't let them down. Because just like in a stock portfolio, in your business portfolio, yep. your, your sources of business, you can't afford to not diversify. I mean, I think about the potato farmer who only sold his potatoes That's it. to five guys. That works until it doesn't. Right. The minute it doesn't, Who's how gonna, quickly, uh, how yeah. quickly can you replace the Five Guys account? Damn. You can. It's borderline irreplaceable. Yes. So you have to have a smorgasbord of other clients. Even if the whale is 50% of your business, you can have another 50% that's spread out amongst mm. 25 other accounts. Mm. That way, if the whale goes, you've only lost half your business. Mm. Now, you have to ask yourself, how long would it take you to replace that whale? Mm. Now, in a perfect world... You never stop prospecting. We talk about that all the time on yeah, the show. Prospect all day, every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. You always be prospecting. Mm. Not ABC always be closing. It's it's ABP. Yeah, ABP. Always be prospecting. One whale could lead to two whales. It's way easier to work with four whales once you've worked with with two. Right. Now you have four whales. If you lose a whale, that's only twenty five percent of your business. Right. And that's only four accounts that you have to. It's just you know that that's where that fine line of when you're scaling and leveling up. When is enough enough and when is too much too much? Mm -hmm. That's what you have to ask yourself. Yeah. But you have to get out there and do it. Right. What do you think? That was awesome. That was awesome? That was great. Hopefully that brought value. Yeah. I tried not to talk in circles. No, it was great. I also try to keep it very general because I want people to be able to make it market specific because each industry and each market is, is going to be a little bit different. No, you did a great job. Cool. Hey, look, if you like what we're doing and you're tuning in for the first time, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Please give us a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Share us. Share. Give us a review. review. Five stars only, though. Yes. If it's not a five-star review, I'd rather you just email me directly and be like, <laughs> hey, Dio, you're not a five-star <laughs> review. Yeah. But if you think we're five-star, make us a five-star. Yeah. If you're not already doing so, please follow us on social media. Mm. We are on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram, at The Loan Officer Podcast. I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. He's John Coleman, found on Google. Yep. We're going to have a website launched here in the next couple, weeks yeah, or months. Weeks, yeah. It's coming up. Look, it's coming up. Yeah. Uh, tloponline.com or theloanofficerpodcast.com. Perfect. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for this episode, but we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.